In today's episode, we celebrate 10 years of the SharePoint Maven blog. You're listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfon, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfon. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode 158 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. So today's episode will be a bit different, and it will be a really short one. Today marks 10 years since I started SharePoint Maven blog. Now, to be precise, uh, we're actually off by one day. So this uh, episode is, of course, published on Friday, on November 3rd. Uh, but on November 2nd, uh, Thursday, uh, it was actually 10 years since I started my blog. My first uh, blog post uh, was published on November 2nd, uh, 2013. Now, to commemorate the occasion, I actually uh, published an article on my blog, and I also created a, a little video as well. So. Uh, in the show notes, I will include uh, both, so you can uh, check them out. Uh, but I just uh, wanted to use this opportunity to thank uh, all of you, my loyal followers, for sticking around with me for the last 10 years. Now, I could obviously never imagine uh, that we would mark a 10-year anniversary. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I started uh, my blog, uh, it was really just to keep myself busy uh, while I was unemployed. I was going to different interviews back then. At that point, I uh, worked as an IT project manager and tried to find a job and could not and obviously had uh, plenty of time on my hands. Uh, so I just decided to start uh, blogging about SharePoint. I really didn't have any you know, big ideas in mind. And uh, almost by accident, I um, started to get traction. And, you know, I had a first client. Uh, they found me on social media, on LinkedIn, and essentially the rest is history. I actually uh, documented uh, this uh, little journey of mine uh, in that blog post uh, that I published uh, uh, yesterday on November 2nd. So once again, I will make sure to include it in the show notes so you can read uh, about it uh, further. Uh, but again, even though I'm obviously very pleased and uh, very happy, about the 10-year anniversary, it's not about me, all right? It's actually about you. The truth of the matter is that, uh, you know, my blog, uh, my YouTube channel, uh, my uh, podcast, uh, my business, all right, uh, would not have existed uh, without all of you, uh, my loyal followers. And I just want to thank uh, all of you. I want to take this opportunity and thank uh, all of you from the bottom of my heart for sticking around with me for the last 10 years. I think I mentioned uh, previously on my blog or maybe in a podcast, I honestly forget, that um, all of my articles, all of my blog posts, all of my videos you know, that I post on YouTube, uh, even the topics I cover during my podcast, they are 100% based uh, on ideas from you, uh, my loyal followers. And in all honesty, uh, that's exactly, I think, what helped my uh, blog become really successful. You see, I don't write articles uh, to get the clicks, all right? Uh, I don't uh, write articles, you know, with a bunch of keywords and optimize them for 
you know, uh, search engine optimization. And so the article can be found on Google. No, I base my articles based on questions that I receive from you. My philosophy is that if uh, one of you has a question, it's very likely that uh, others will have the same question as well. And this is really what inspires me, um, you know, to write for you. Uh, this is really what inspires me to find a solution for you and write an article for you or maybe record a video or a podcast. So I'm really, really thankful for that. Uh, the love is mutual. Now, I want to add this podcast episode with a little story that I never really shared. And uh, hopefully this story will serve as uh, an inspiration uh, to some of you. In the early days of my blog and consulting business, I actually considered and contemplated uh, shutting it all down. And I didn't uh, have an issue with uh, my blog being popular. My uh, blog has been popular back then. But let me tell you why uh, that was the case. Uh, when I started my blog um, and consulting business back in 2013, this is when, of course, uh, we uh, had an explosion in terms of SharePoint uh, usage uh, with the Microsoft 365 become available. And obviously, uh, there were lots of lots of uh, other you know companies and consultants that came along that um, also consulted on SharePoint and uh, other Microsoft 365 applications. And obviously, uh, the more choice you know for you, the clients, the better. Uh, absolutely no issues with that. The issue I had, and it was uh, I guess my personal insecurity at that point of time. Uh, was that uh, I strictly focused on SharePoint. Not only that, but I only focused on SharePoint out of the box. You see, I was never uh, really an IT you know, person. I, I don't have a background in uh, computer science. I was never a developer. All my you know, previous SharePoint knowledge was derived uh, from the fact that I was just a regular user just like you um, you know, working on SharePoint and some large corporations. So I always approach SharePoint from the end user perspective. And so obviously all the articles on my blog um, were focused on SharePoint out of the box. And once I started the consulting, you know, business, uh, obviously uh, all my consulting, all my uh, configurations, uh, you know, that I have been doing for my clients, they were only based on SharePoint out-of-the-box features and uh, all my knowledge based on SharePoint out-of-the-box. And back then, at that point of time, I was thinking, well, uh, there is obviously a limit to that. Um, how am I going to compete uh, with all this other, you know, consultants and other organizations who do more than out-of-the-box? What if the client uh, needs, um, you know, some customization uh, that is not possible out of the box? What if uh, they need uh, some, I don't know, uh, automation uh, that's not available out of the box? Uh, what if uh, they need, I don't know, some uh, weird branding, once again, that's not available out of the box? So, yeah, that uh, was my concern. These were my concerns back then. And at one point of time, I thought, all right, uh, I'll probably not, uh, you know, survive with this SharePoint out-of-the-box strategy for long. And now that uh, the 10 years have passed, I can now say with confidence that I uh, was absolutely wrong. I was actually quite amazed 
uh, at uh, the following that I was able to gather uh, with this SharePoint out-of-the-box strategy. I cannot tell you how many uh, emails I get uh, every you know single time or someone maybe messages me on social media telling me uh, about how loyal they are uh, to the SharePoint out-of-the-box strategy and how important it is to them and the organization. And obviously, uh, I you know continue to, to benefit uh, from Microsoft improving SharePoint and essentially modernizing it and uh, investing in SharePoint, investing in all the various features and adding all the new additional features that we now have out of the box that um, you know maybe five you know ten years ago uh, were a luxury and required uh, definitely required uh, some uh, you know uh, programming and custom development. Now I am not uh, some sort of uh, influencer or inspirational speaker, but I just wanted to share this story with you um, because my weakness or what I thought uh, was uh, my weakness really turned out to be my strength. And the SharePoint out of the box uh, philosophy is really close to my heart. I mean, uh, first of all, it's uh, uh, obviously has been my philosophy on my blog, but it also has been my philosophy, my core philosophy of my business. Uh, everything I do for my clients uh, strictly involves SharePoint out of the box. I never um, you know, I never utilize custom development. Well, I don't even know how to develop things <laughs> uh, with code. Um, I never utilize any third-party tools. I never utilize any third-party themes or third-party web parts. Everything I do for my clients, whether I'm configuring an internet portal or built a document management system, only involves SharePoint uh, out-of-the-box features. And I have no intentions of changing that uh, strategy uh, at all. Um, uh, that's what I will continue to do on my blog. Uh, this is what I will continue to do with my clients. So that's all really I wanted to share with you in this particular episode. Once again, um, from the bottom of my heart, I really want to thank each and every one of you uh, for sticking around with me uh, for the last 10 years. Like I said, uh, in the show notes, uh, I will include the uh, link uh, to that article that I published uh, yesterday, November 2nd, uh, 2023. So definitely check it out. And uh, inside of that article, you will find uh, a cute little uh, and funny you know, video. Hopefully you like it. Uh, but for now, thanks again uh, for listening. Uh, thanks for being my loyal uh, followers of my blog. Um, podcast as well as my YouTube channel and talk to you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple podcast app, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.